Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. This Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. That's a new way of uh, bringing you back into the, into the show there. A little freeze up there. Keeping you on your toes. Yeah, little technical difficulty there. And nobody's blaming Marvin for the screw-up. Not yet. No, that'll be in the uh, post-meeting. 12-15 just yeah. got a lot more interesting yeah. this week, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, Marvin, take us back to Tuesday, hour three. Your wife must hate when you do that <laughs> voice when you're at home. Oh, who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so she just ignores me. You know, I have, I have an audience uh, that loves it, though. That's that your son? It. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could speak like that all day to each other. Yeah, Paulie. I'm down to just telling stories to the dog. Like, my wife and kids have heard all my stories. Yeah. I said there, the dog's like a captive audience, but even he's rolling his little eyes. It's called downside risk. Okay, and I was there. <laughs> I was a bouncer. No, I was a bouncer. Yes. It's yeah. doorman. Actually, I, I checked IDs. And the dog's like, ugh. <laughs> Sunday night, the Colts and the Cowboys, and that'll be on Sunday night football at 7 Eastern on NBC. All right, final hour here. We'll check in with uh, the World Cup Team USA in three hours from now against Iran. Loser goes home. It's all on the line. Steelers hold off the Colts, and uh, both teams have four wins on the year. Nebraska introduces Matt Rule, and Liberty's Hugh Freeze is uh, going to Auburn. Deion Sanders did say that he confirmed he's been offered the Colorado job. He didn't take it, but I don't know if it's offered. He says he's been offered. He didn't say he he was offered. He's been offered. So I'm guessing that uh, maybe there's still the possibility there. Um, they went at 1-11 this year. Yeah, Paul. You said something the other day, and... and- it's, it feels too early for Deion Sanders to bail on this. I don't even know what to call it, this thing he's doing at Jackson State, and more so in the SWAC. I wouldn't just take a job 
to take a job because you're Dion, and and Dion has something that no other coach in America has. He's prime time. He's prime. He he's getting inter- interviewed on sixty minutes. He can go in. He can talk to mom. He can go in and talk to dad. Uh, these kids nowadays still emulate him when they score a touchdown. And I would not jump just to take the Colorado job. I would hope that there would be a more established program for him to go to, but uh, feels like he still has a little work at Jackson State to do before he does that. But he confirmed that Colorado did offer him the job. If I, uh, the uh, poll question final hour, Seton. We're going to go with, Dan, uh, who you got today? Who, who, oh, USA, Iran? Let's just call it. Not who do you want to win? Who do you think it's going to win? Who's doing Who? Who do you want to win? <laughs> we were going to put who are you rooting for, Iran or USA? Yeah, I, I, right now we just have who you got. Yeah, because I, I don't know if this audience is going to go, you know, I'm thinking about uh, rooting for Iran. Way oh, my underestimate options. this audience. Yeah, they got uh, you know a lot, of, a lot of positive things going for them over there. Way my options. Yeah, yes, yes, Todd. <laughs> I'm going to go Iran scores one early. We tie it up midway through, and then in the final minutes, we get the 2-1 exciting victory. That's what I'm calling. Specifically, that's how it's going to play out. Thank you for the play-by-play. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Uh, Dan in California. Hi, Dan. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, gentlemen and Todd. Um, first time, very wow. long time, 5'9", Portly 222. Right. And by the way, my wife and I will see you in Dublin. Uh, looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm just curious with the coaching carousel going on, Jim Harbaugh was this close to being shown the door but has since really turned it around. Do you think any other schools will follow suit and maybe give pause before they get rid of their coaches, or is it just going to be three years and before not well, in the bowl game? Or I, Dan, I don't think you can look at what Harbaugh did or Michigan did or didn't do and then look at other programs around the country. Uh, I mean, it's moving fast. Everything with college football is moving fast. You know, they're trying to move up the time frame for the playoffs to 2024. There's so much money. And can you get your quarterback? Can you get your coach? Who's being, who's transferring in? What USC had, what, 30 different, 30 new uh, players this year transferring in. You're just seeing this transformation happen overnight in college football. But, you know, Harbaugh had legacy there, has legacy there as a player, Uh, you know, his, his father lives there with him on campus. But I don't know if he didn't have that legacy, if he would have gotten this second chance. And because of that, you know, he's going to be playing for a national title. He's a great coach. It's just if you, if you don't beat you, uh, Ohio State, then you're not a great coach. And he hasn't had – I never understood this. A guy who was a quarterback can't find a quarterback. Now you can say, you know, he's got one now. But I think he's got a good quarterback, but I don't think he's got somebody that you go, that's a five-star, that's a pro prospect. And that always surprises me because it feels like a guy who played the position should be able to know what to find in that uh, player to play that position in college. And they haven't had that. Ohio State has had some really talented quarterbacks, but Michigan is not. Uh, Tim in New Hampshire. Hi, Tim. Hey, bud. How are you? Happy holidays to you. Thank you. You too. Well, thanks. Hey, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. So I, uh, you and I have a lot in common. Uh, 
Um, we're about the same age. We both look very young for our age. I'm sure the old ladies behind the counter, when they ask to see your ID, always put you, you know, 10, 15 years younger than you are. But this weekend I was watching the uh, Nolan Ryan documentary, uh, Facing Ryan. And as I'm watching it, there's a piece that comes on, and they have this young sports center in, uh, 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 guy, and he looks like he's 15, but the only thing that gave it away as being Dan Patrick was the voice. And I actually had to rewind it a couple of times because you looked so young that I couldn't believe it was you. So I guess my question is, how young were you in that, uh, in, in that, uh, that, that, that brief clip there? What year was that? Yeah, what year was it? How old were you? Well, I, I have no idea. I mean, it was the uh, it was the Nolan Ryan uh, documentary that just came out. Yeah, but what and, what was I showing? Was I showing a uh, a no hitter by Nolan Ryan? Yeah, it was it was it was some statistic from from one of the game you know one of the the, the games that day. Okay, and, I, uh, I'm going to guess that that's probably mid '90s. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, his uh, Nolan Ryan's career ended in 1993. His Texas years, which probably will be the documentary part. Would be eighty nine to ninety three, so your age and where you were at Sports Center. Oh, then. I was probably late thirties. All right, I was there. Oh, the hair was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. not uh, peak though. Probably too puffy. No, you know it wasn't too puffy. No, then? it got yeah, it was puffy then because when I went to the Super Bowl, what was that? Pittsburgh, Dallas, in Arizona. Yep. That's when I didn't get the job at Fox. That was when uh, David Hill said, two words for you, cream rinse, your hair's too puffy. And I didn't get the uh, pregame show at Fox. And uh, I think that's when I went home and I said, I, uh, I got to change my hair a little bit. I got to you know, flatten it a little bit. Yeah, Paul. Not your career or your delivery or your no, 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 air ability. No, no, it had nothing to do with my ability. It's just my hair was too puffy. Your hair, it's too puffy. It's actually like the worst thing because he's like, you realize that you're going to be on camera with that puffy hair, yeah, right? Yeah. You want that to be on my product? Yeah. I mean, you got talent, but your hair's going to hold you back. Yeah. Was it kind of like a John Tesh hair? What, was, it, was it big and high? <laughs> no. No offense. He had some big hair. Yeah. You know, I thought it was suitable for that, that time, of, you know. My career. You didn't know David Hill was so fashion forward, though. Yeah, you know, uh, David Hill was a very storied uh, executive at Fox Sports. Yeah, and uh, I, I thought, well, I'm going to get this job, and then I, I got it, up until the point that my hair was too puffy. Do you feel uh, is that one worse than hmm. CBS Sport? Well, no, I created that one. That's me, because CBS was going to hire me. That that's when. You know, their main guy said, whatever job you want, you pick one. And I go, well, what do you have? You're CBS Sport. Mm-hmm. And and uh, that didn't go over well. But I could have had that, you know, I could have gone. That was 1990. Arizona, Kentucky, yeah. Final Four. Miles Simon? Yeah. And that's when I, I was offered the, the job. Was it Sean McManus? Mr. McManus. McManus. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not getting credit for it um, because it was just the wrong thing to say. But it's a good line. It is a funny it's line. It's a good line. It is it, a, a funny line. I'm, it's unfortunate that it cost you a job, but it's a damn good line. I but I'm okay. To... I'm okay with 
you know, that I didn't go there. It was nice that I was offered that job. I would be working with uh, Jim Nance. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me, Jim Nance. Yes, yes. yes, yes. Which line was received worse? Don't you mean CBS Sport? Or when you asked Matt Lauer if they sold men's clothes where he bought those oh, pants. Oh, God. <laughs> After just meeting him. Not yeah. old friend Matt Lauer. Yeah. The person you just old met. Old drinking buddy Matt Lauer. The guy you just met. And then what happened? I was at a charity golf tournament. And... It wasn't a Matt Lauer roast. No. <laughs> no. But, you know, it, it's one of those where it's like... He got out of a car and he had this wild-looking pair of shorts on and there was a group of people and I said do they sell men's clothes where you got those and and his the look on his face was and he, he didn't have a sense of humor about it at all and uh, that was rough that one was, CBS sport was in the moment I thought it was a great line but you're telling this to the president of CBS sports <laughs> and he didn't appreciate that I think they had just lost the NFL does that sound right uh, then they lose it to Fox or something. Yeah, they sell men's clothes where you got those pants. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> to be fair to Matt Lauer, had you been introduced before that point, like earlier in the tournament, early in the no. week? So that's your opener. Yeah. of a human you never met before. Yes. All right. Yeah. You know, it, I just set sort of the parameters for the battlegrounds here. I mean, it was anchor, anchor. Yes, Todd. That's a tough icebreaker. You know, just ripping somebody's <laughs> shorts like that in that first conversation. Well. I had hosted Good Morning America a couple of times, and I thought, all right, I can do what Matt Lauer does. Well, you're in the fraternity. You guys can kibitz with each other. Well, no, no, I wasn't kidding. I was serious. Like, I, I think I could do what he does. No, I mean kidding about the shorts. You weren't being, you weren't, you didn't mean to be vicious about No, I, about I, meant to, I meant to get a laugh. But, you know, it's all right. It's, do I regret it? No. I don't. CBS Sport, do I regret it? It's not fair to the president of CBS Sports. Now they're... It's a good line, though. Drag the S out a little bit. Don't you mean CBS Sports? No. But this is at the peak of our popularity in the mid-90s. You're feeling yourself. Oh, my God. I had ESPN muscles. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we're... We're a big deal back then, at least in our minds. Yes, Todd? You could argue tapping a production assistant on the show and saying, hey, how you enjoying working at CBS Sport? And that would be even a little uncomfortable. So you decided to do this with the head, head person of the entire network. That was pretty brave. Well, if you're going to tell a joke. I guess you might as well just go all in. Yeah. By the way, uh, Tiger Woods uh, holding a press conference today. He's not going to play in the uh, Hero World Challenge this weekend. But he did uh, show up for the press conference there. He's got plantar fasciitis. And uh, he was asked whether the PGA can coexist with Live Tour. Do you, do you think these organizations can coexist? Right now, as, as, as it is, not right now. Not with their, their leadership. Not with Greg there and his um, animosity towards the tour itself. Um, I don't see that happening. Um, as Rory said, and I, I said it as well, I think Greg's got to leave. And then we can eventually, hopefully, have a stay between the two lawsuits and figure something out. But why, why would you change anything if you got a lawsuit against you? Now, they sued us first. Rory has come out and said the same thing, I think, last week, that Greg Norman has to go, and then 
Tiger echoing those sentiments. But you got lawsuits here. Nothing's going to change because Greg Norman has it out for the PGA Tour. I don't know if, if he looks at growing the Live Tour as much as he wants to take down the PGA Tour. And I think until you have sort of some common ground that you can walk on together and maybe make this work, not going to happen. Yeah, Paul. That's really weird because, you know, Tiger knows that question's coming. He's got an agenda there. I wonder if, like, the Live Tour people think, this is exactly what we want. We want it to be combative, or the people underneath or around Greg Norman are like, no, we, we want to eventually partner. I have, we have no idea what they want beyond, beyond Greg Norman, who clearly wants to. But you have all these really talented golfers, and nobody cares about them. Cam Smith, really a great golfer. Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson. We don't care. They're gone. You know, would we love to watch them on Sunday? Yes, we would, but they're gone. We we latch on to somebody else. I mean, I'm I'm watching because a lot of times it's the golf course that I'm watching for. And then you'll get guys who play well. And then we'll eventually get to know them. But, you know, you got all of these guys that they just disappeared. And they're getting paid. They're making a lot of money there. But nobody cares. And they won't care until some kind of you. I think the Live Tour can help the PGA Tour. And I think the Live Tour already has by, you know, the prize money, what they're going to ask the players to do. Uh, you know, I think Phil Mickelson was on to something to say, look, we need to be treated better. And I think you could look at that and, and be fair to them. Uh, they forced the issue there. But for the Live Tour, you're still playing 54 holes. You want to be an equal? Play 72. You're not the senior tour, the champions tour. All right, let me take a break. We'll talk World Cup right after this. Dan Patrick Show. M-Drive. M-Drive is ready to help you this holiday season. M-Drive uses clinically tested ingredients formulated for men to improve our energy, reduce stress, and manage our weight. All things we could use more of during this holiday season. Right now, that's right now, my uh, listeners, M-Drive's Black Friday sale is live, offering 25% off to get started with M-Drive. Best offer of the year. It's time to uh, start taking care of your body. Use the coupon code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Everything is backed by their 60-day money-back guarantee. That's how confident they are that M-Drive will work for you. Also, you can find top-selling M-Drive products in stores like Rite Aid and Sprouts. So don't put off investing in your health any longer. You can put a scoop in your smoothie every single morning. That's all it takes. Yes, Tom? I love the chocolate. you got to, uh, you got to go for that. Thank you, Tom. You got it. Take advantage of M-Drive's best offer, and you can do that right now. Get 25% off with the code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. According to DraftKings, odds to win the World Cup, Brazil, then France, Spain, Argentina, England, and Portugal. USA versus Iran, the winner moves on, the loser goes home. Stu Holden, the uh, Fox Sports lead analyst for the uh, FIFA World Cup, joining us from uh, Qatar. Stu, thanks for joining us. Uh, I know it's a match once they get on to the uh, the pitch, but this feels like there's a little bit more tension that's around it, the ambiance there. How would you describe it? Yeah, for sure. First of all, 5'10", 165, right? That's how I have to announce myself. Uh, yes. Coming in red hot here from uh, Qatar. 
look, there's a lot off the field. There's a lot of history between these two nations. There's a lot going on off the field with Iran. I think we saw that have a real effect on their team for the first game of the tournament. They got thumped by England 6-2. to two. The players didn't sing the national anthem. They turned that around in the second game, I think got that out of their system and the pressure of you know representing their nation during this time right now. They win their second match, and now they're in a position to advance where they only need a tie today against the United States and the U.S. team coming in needing a win. So, you know, there, there's a lot at stake, I think, considering also, as you said, what's going on, let alone off the, on the field. But I do think that this is a case of this is all the talk. This is all bubbling over. It's creating an energy between the fans, the two nations. But once that ball is kicked, it's 11 v. 11. It's a soccer ball. And, you know, I, I still fancy the U.S. to use that energy in the right way. I Actually, one of my colleagues quickly, Alexi Lalas, he said when they played Iran, back in the World Cup, he underestimated actually what the political tensions and how that really helped the Iranian team, and they didn't match that. So I would assume that this group has been briefed on that. Where are you right now? I am right outside uh, Al-Tumama Stadium, it's called. It's one of the eight venues here. This is where the U.S. will be playing against Iran in about, what we got, two and a half hours until kickoff here. I'll be inside on the call, and uh, it's, it's crazy. There's like a, a buzz going on around the stadium and uh, almost just, I think me, like many fans and like the players, you just want to get this game started now. Do they tailgate over there? <laughs> no. Well, uh, you know, I'm sure you saw that there's designated fan zones where you're allowed to drink. Uh, outside of the stadiums, you are not allowed to drink. Inside the stadiums, there's no alcohol unless you're in VIP. Um, you know, take that for what it's worth. But uh, it's not quite the same culture. Although one of the best things of a World Cup, though, really is all the you know, these melting pots of all the different fans partying and bongo drums and all the rest of it. Uh, the pressure on the United States is what, if you could measure it? This uh, generation of players, I think, has been built up as one of our most exciting yet. But yet, no matter what happened the last four years, no matter the fact that we're the second youngest team in the tournament, this team will be judged on what happens tonight. Fair or not fair, U.S. teams are judged at a World Cup, not if you win these domestic competitions. This is when the eyes of our nation comes and watches soccer. Like, we become soccer nations for small moments. That's during the World Cup. I mean, we had on Black Friday, U.S. England, our highest-watched men's game ever on national TV. Almost 19 million viewers we peaked at. This is when people watch, and this is where you, you bring people into our soccer tent. And we as Americans, we're pretty damn good at sports. We're great at the NFL, basketball baseball we're not the best in soccer and i think there's an expectation that we start to catch up if we can't beat iran in a game that's a one and done to advance to the round of 16 i think it's going to once again send the message the message that we're still a little ways off here did you play against uh, messi or ronaldo i did yeah uh messi i i tried to get a piece of his shirt at any time in the game unreal man uh you know that for me is one that i'll tell my kids i hope that they, they their kids tell their grandkids like, that, that to me is the best player to have ever played the game. I don't know what you think watching him, Dan. I mean, like, his just skill set and how he's so diminutive, but yet just so – the guy delivers. I would love to see him lift his first World Cup here in Qatar. But how do you explain his greatness? If I look at him and, – and we have athletes in, in all different sports where you go, it defies logic because there's, <laughs> there's nothing that is impressive when you see Messi, but then you see what he does when he's – on a soccer field. How, how did you explain it? Yeah, he, he just has that supernatural ability. Think about some of the best athletes that we have. 
had in our history. And Michael Jordan is a guy, right, that he carries that presence when you stepped on a field with him or stepped on a court with Jordan. I, I Steve Nash is a good one of my buddies, and he talked about, you know, when I, when I say, who was better, LeBron or Michael Jordan? And he just said Jordan carried this aura when he was on the court that you, you knew he was always capable of delivering the big-time play. And we continually ask that of Messi, right? And Messi with his backs against the wall the other night. They, Argentina needed a win to stay in the tournament. Who scores the goal? It's Messi. He has one chance. It's one goal. It's, it's one shot. He, he just has that, that ability, no matter what the pressure, tight spaces, he can always deliver and continues to carry that pressure and make it seem like it's nothing. So he's, he's the GOAT, man. Just, just so impressive. Uh, Ronaldo, did you play against him? I, I did not. Um, you know, Ronaldo is, I guess, such a big figure like Messi, but so different, right? I, I just think they're contrasting in the way. If you looked at the two of them in the room, and I think you said, hey, who's, who's the better <laughs> athlete? Everybody would say it's Ronaldo, right? Like, Ronaldo is built like a figurine. He's like a sculpture. He has 2% body fat. He's handsome. He's, you know, he's powerful. He's strong, both feet. He's, he could jump out of the building. Um, I have a lot of respect for Ronaldo. I'm still on the Messi team, and I know you know people are normally in one camp or another. I think just my, I, I like Messi and that he can fit into any team. I think Ronaldo uh, has to play in a specific type of team to be successful. I'll uh, leave you with this. The Saudis got Rolls Royces after beating Argentina. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. That is true, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do other kinds? The Saudis, the Saudis got Rolls Royces. I actually just heard that um, Christian Pulisic gave all of his teammates a Cartier watch uh, ahead of this tournament. As kind of, you know, sometimes the the star player on the team does that, and he made a point of saying to the guys, like, this is a this is a special thing. I'm giving my teammates this, and we're going to do this together. Greg Berhalter, the coach, gave them Tiffany bracelets. I, I know what's the equivalent for the U.S. guys, right? Like, if if we beat Iran or we make a run to the quarterfinals. What are, we, what are we giving these guys? Like, let's let's name it now. Let's go. Let's go out there and get a sponsor. Like, is it an all-American Ford pickup truck? Maybe. Uh, maybe I could talk. <laughs> maybe a to, Tesla. Yeah. My. Well, I'm sponsored by Mercedes. Maybe we could. Uh, you know, we could hook them up. <laughs> we, it's not like the Saudis where they're giving out a Rolls Royce to you. Pretty good. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Stu. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it and uh, have fun. Dan, appreciate it, man. That's uh, Stu Holden, the uh, Fox Sports lead analyst for uh, the World Cup. On the call for the must-win match, the men's national team versus Iran. Live coverage starts at 1 Eastern on Fox and right up to uh, kickoff at 2 Eastern. Get a Rolls-Royce beating Argentina. It'd be great. Yeah, Paul. The, the, one of the coaches said that might not be true, but then other people said the coach has nothing to do with this. This is like the Saudi royal family. The Saudi government would have done it. It's pretty good. I don't know what the United States... I mean, you get a Cartier watch from Christian Pulisic. I don't know if you go, let's get him Harleys. I don't think I want our soccer players on Harleys. No. Nah, I don't think that'll go well. Uh, a couple of phone calls. Uh, Justin in California. Hi, Justin. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, I'm just calling about uh, Kenny Pickett. Do you believe that he? we should fire our O.C.? and go in a better direction for Kenny Pickett? Uh, I'd have to know more about that, Justin. I, I don't know the uh, intricacies of Pittsburgh's coaching staff and, and uh, with their offense. 
don't know enough about it to give uh, an opinion on that. I, I'd like to see that moment with Kenny Pickett. And, and maybe it's a game, maybe it's a two-minute drive. Just and, and you had a little bit of that last night. And, and I did like him at Pitt. I, I thought he had, you know, there was that feeling of he is a quarterback. He, he had that feel to him, had that look to him, and almost embraced that. And you see that sometimes with the NFL, but I'd like to see a little bit more. Uh, and, and they do have, a, uh, you know, they have weapons there. Now, I'd like to see, you know, Najee Harris be, you know, a, a consistent back. Uh, Pickens is good. They got T.J. Watt. I mean, they got, some, they got some elements there. I just don't know in that division where the Browns are going to get better with Deshaun Watson. The Ravens are good. And uh, the Bengals. Bengals are quietly, what, 7-4? and four? Got Kansas City coming to town this weekend? Yeah, Paul. It's weird, though, with Pittsburgh. They've got, right now, the 12th pick of the draft. There's a long way to go. But if they had lost that game last night to the Colts, they'd be picking third because of strength and schedule and how everything plays out. We've seen it before. If they stumble into the second-best quarterback on the board, mm. remember Kyler Murray? Well, but that was Cliff Kingsbury was his college coach. Yeah. So they were they were moving on from Josh Rosen. Aaron in Virginia. Hi, Aaron. Hey, Dan. I uh, was wondering if you saw um, and what you thought about the Sean Taylor tribute statue that the Washington Commanders unveiled. Uh, I just thought it was something that looked like it belonged in the back of a footlocker. It was so embarrassing. I mean, I think the James Corden prank statue of David Beckham looked better than that. And I just think that uh, Sean Taylor's a guy, because of the tragic way he died, you got to pay a little bit more respect than that. Yeah, if you're going to pay respect, then do it in a way that... Now, I think Sean Taylor's brother or family member came out and said that they were fine with what you know what the display looked like, but it did. It looked like something in Dick's Sporting Goods. Build a statue. That I think if you're going to pay tribute... Uh, it just looked kind of sloppy. Gordon in Nashville. Hi, Gordon. Hey, good morning, Dan. Danette, 510, a solid 205. And real quick question about the 72 Dolphins. Considering how protective they are of that record, are you aware of anyone on that team ever stating that they would be okay with a future Dolphins team going undefeated? I, I have not. But... I don't know if anybody's ever asked, uh, you know, Mercury Morris or it feels like there's all, there are a couple of guys that they celebrate whenever the last undefeated team in the NFL loses. But it, I, I always thought it was Mercury Morris with Champagne, their running back. Yeah, Marv. How big was it that Monday night football game where the Dolphins beat the Bears? Was that just enormous? Like in real time, what yeah. was that? What was that moment like? Well, you know, you're you're going back to 1985 and Marino. Uh, I remember it was Nat Moore and Duper and Clayton, and the Bears were such a big deal. No matter when they play, they were such a big deal, personalities. And I just didn't uh, Nat Moore get flipped when there a, a, he got a, he caught the ball flipped. Uh, do you have stats on that, Paul? Yeah, that was so eighty five Bears. I'm glad uh, Marvin worked that topic, and it wasn't me. Uh, they were 12-0 and going to that game. It was Monday, December 2nd, and the Dolphins beat them 38-24. Uh, there was a play like a, a, a ball bounced off someone's helmet, 
and the players, yes. and then maybe even Nat Moore grabbed it and ran for a touchdown. The one note about that, the Bears shot the Super Bowl shuffle video the day after that game, the day after losing to the mm. Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, there was a fluke touchdown, and, and it might have been early, but yeah, Miami playing at home, beating you're, the Bears. You're right. It was a Nat Moore from Dan Marino off some, it was a tip pass that Nat Moore caught and took to the house. Yeah. Marino was so good. Gosh. I wish people, you know, could have, appreciate what he did if you weren't alive uh or even if you were younger he was so he was so far ahead of everybody if you if you look at somebody in a sport where you go he's 30 years ahead of everybody else jim brown was ahead of everybody else the way he ran the football but marino spread offense it was all about wide receivers quick release get the ball out in space with his receivers. He had small receivers. Duper, Clayton, and Nat Moore were, you know, probably 5'9". And there was just something about Marino. He was he was a guy who came to the line of scrimmage, and you're like, that guy's got a lot of confidence there. And rightfully so. Yeah, Moore. Guys were breaking this record in 2007 and yeah. 2010, which is, that sounds nuts. The yeah. 5,000 yards in 1984 sounds crazy when you just think about it. Like, wait, it took somebody, you know, 25 years to do it again. But also, he threw, what, 48 touchdowns his second year in the league? And if if you allowed the luxuries we give offenses with uh, don't hit the quarterback, can't touch the wide receiver, he probably would have thrown for 60 touchdowns easily. He just, he was so far ahead of his time where you watched and you went, that, he's different. He's different. I, I felt that way about Elgin Baylor when he played for the Lakers. He played with such athleticism, and you just didn't see that before. And and he was graceful as well. Yeah, Paul. If you ever go back and watch, uh, it's probably not the most popular 30 for 30 documentary, but the 83 draft where the agent for Elway and Marino takes you through the draft and how many teams were looking at Marino and for whatever reason they passed. They liked another quarterback. They liked another player. They had problems with him at Pitt. There's rumors about different things, and – so many franchises passed, including the Steelers, where he wanted, you know, it's, it's wild. I love that documentary. Yeah. But he, you know, Marino brought in baggage, and then he fell so far that Don Shula couldn't pass up getting Marino. But, man, was he good. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, last call for phone calls, what we learn once in store tomorrow. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety so now i'm coming out with a new podcast unbreakable a mental health podcast with jay glazer where each week while we talk about mental health i hope to describe it give it words listen to unbreakable with jay glazer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts all right everybody game off let's pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, this day in sports history, all of that forthcoming. Uh, on this day in 2015, Kobe Bryant announced his retirement. 2015. You got some other ones there, Paulie? Yeah, I got a couple. 1890 Navy defeated Army 24-0 in the first Army-Navy football game. Mm. The game was played at West Point. They always, it's also all neutral site now, right? It's Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Annapolis. Yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball 1962 returned to only one all-star game. Beginning in 63, they used to play a couple All-Star games, like a series. Mm-hmm. 
1980 Monday Night Football was on the cover of TV Guide. And let's see. Here's an old one. Charger fans. 87. Vincey Glenn, defensive back, ran back at interception 103 yards. At the time, it was the NFL record. Vincey Glenn. Good yeah. dude. Uh, 1972 on this date, a video game is released. Anybody want to take a guess? Video game 1972 is released. Paul? I got to go Pong here. Pong. Yeah. Bloop, bloop. Well, that's earlier than I thought. 1972. The inaugural Thanksgiving Day game was 1934. Bears beat the Lions. The first NFL game broadcast nationally, and it was also the inaugural Thanksgiving Day game. Uh, let's see. On this date, 2003, LeBron James became the youngest player in NBA history to score 30 points in a game. Had 33 against Memphis. And uh, as I mentioned, 2015, Kobe Bryant announced his retirement. Patrick in Austin joining us. Hi, Patrick. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Hey, I have a question for you. When do you think uh, college football programs will start adding former NFL GMs to either their staff or the staff that controls their NIL funds. Run that by me again, Patrick. When do you think college programs will start adding former NFL executives and GMs to either their staff or the NIL fund staffs? I would have no idea. I, I don't know if, if you're a former executive or a coach and that, that's what you want to do. I don't know. I, I don't know what the market is for that. Uh, Seth in Florida. Hi, Seth. Hey, Dan. 5'10 and a post-Thanksgiving 200. So the reason for my call is, you know, with the Steelers offense and as, as a whole, we always kind of give Mike Tomlin a pass saying he's never had a losing season. He's never had a losing season. And my question is, how long are we going to let that be, you know, He's good to go. He's never on the hot seat because he's never had a losing season. I mean, going 500 or just above 500, that's not really getting it done either. And, you know, you have Matt Canada has been there, offensive coordinator now for a couple of years. He's ran Bickner before. Not a whole lot of offensive, you know, ingenuity like we see in Kansas City. And uh, it just seems like Tomlin has had an issue putting the right guys in those kind of those OC coordinator positions. And interesting to note that um, – Andrew Filippini from 93.7, the fan in Pittsburgh, stated that Matt Canada, when he was the interim head coach at Maryland in 2018, his first recruit was Mike Tomlin's son, Dino. So just some interesting thoughts there. I'd like to hear your opinion on that. Thanks. Uh, Seth, I, I don't have a deep dive on the Steelers here and Mike Tomlin's son at Maryland. And it's just an off year is what it feels like. You know, didn't help that you know, T.J. Watt got hurt early. I thought that they were going to be Mitchell Trubisky. I thought they were going to be a the better team than what they are. I thought that they would be a, you know close to a 500 team this year. It just it's an off year, down year. Now, if this continues into next season, then you know the Steelers don't make coaching changes. We all know that. But the offensive part of that, it it's always felt like, and maybe because they're the Steelers, that those weapons are better than what they really are. You know, Claypool, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, this guy is going to be a star until he wasn't. Juju Smith-Schuster. You're just looking for somebody and you're going, okay, is it Najee Harris? I I don't know if they're – maybe they're enhanced because they're the Steelers or we expect that. 
But, you know, Kenny Pickett, I don't know if he's any good. I watch. He's got personality. He's got moxie. That can take you only so far. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Dan, before we wrap it, real quick, your comments on assistant Steelers wide receiver coach Blaine Stewart. Is he cutting the mustard there? Is it really not? I, uh, I, I'm i going to try to get some information for tomorrow. For, for tomorrow. Yes, yes, absolutely. Keep an eye on that. Uh, the prediction for USA and Iran, Fritzy, you already made yours, Yeah, I've right? got 2-1 two, one, two, USA. 2-1, one, 2-1. Two, one. Seton O'Connor, your prediction for the big soccer match coming up. I'm going to go Two zero US two nil. Yeah, uh, they have eighty eight percent. By the way, of our audience rooting for the United States, twelve uh, percent rooting for Iran. So here you have that. Okay, Marvin, one nil USA. Okay, all right. Yeah, Paulie, I'm going one nil USA. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go nil nil. Oh, oh damn, Buzz, you're a Buzz nil. I, 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 I just call it like I, I see it. All of the research that I've done here. I just talked to Stu Holden. Yeah. You know, we'll get our opportunities. But uh, Got to finish, Dan. Yeah. Got to finish. Yeah. It'll be a low-scoring affair. Yes, Mark. So the U.S. has to win in order yeah. to advance. Yes, it's win or go home. Oh, let's go. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. <laughs> so it's a true must-win game. It's this not... is actually a must-win game. It is must. For the United States, yeah, it is. yes. Yeah. 100%. Must, must win That's situation. a must-win game. Yeah. What did the announcer right before the game goes, you know what, this is starting to feel like a must-win situation. <laughs> uh, final results of the poll question, Seed. Yep, 88% Dan got the U.S. And our other supremely lopsided, equally hated poll question, that was also about 88%. Uh, Steelers are in better shape than the Colts. Colts. Are th- is Team USA a big favorite against Iran, Seton? Um, they should be. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at betting lines or anything like that. But, you know, they, they're they ranked pretty close. That was the thing about the group that the U.S. was in. Every team was a top 20 team. So they it was one of the tougher groups to be in. Um, but the U.S. should beat Iran. And if you if you can't get out of that group with one win, with Wales, Iran, and England, then you really don't deserve to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love when Todd gives you that serious <laughs> look like he's really been thinking I, about something. I want to know what a big favorite in soccer is when such few goals are scored. If someone's a big favorite, they're going to win by two. That makes them a big favorite. Like in football, you're supposed to win by 14 or 20-point favorites or underdogs. But in soccer, how does that translate being a big favorite in actual goals, or it's just who's going to win. See, like that, that's why th- these conversations are so stupid. No offense, Todd. But <laughs> no, no offense, I but mean, that was really stupid. Okay, be, we're right, because if you follow your own logic, you were like, oh, what? So they're going to win what? By two? In football, you're supposed to win by 14. Yeah, that's two scores. That's two. Well, that's what I'm asking. How do you translate if you're supposed to, if you're a big favorite in soccer, if, you should win by three goals, four goals? But two what goals? if touchdowns were only worth one point? But they're not. Yeah. That would be the same. What if what if a soccer goal was worth ten that, points? Seven points. Yeah. You'd be like, oh my god, they won fourteen nothing. They killed them. No, yeah. they only scored twice. Yeah. This is what's great about this only being every four years, Todd. <laughs> Just because we don't have to. We don't have to. We don't. No, we don't. Have to USA by one, so the spread is like one and a half. What did you learn today, Todd? Uh, don't be surprised if Alabama is put in the five spot tonight ahead of Ohio State. Seton O'Connor. Or nothing.
Nothing today. Marv. So I go say Daniel Jones does the amount, same amount of good stuff as uh, Zach Wilson. Sorry. <laughs> well said. <laughs> what we learned brought to you by M Drive Supplement. And I struggled to get through this show. You made it though, bud. Yeah, getting the holidays. Uh, feel it better. Text N to 55000 M Drive. Talk to you tomorrow. One more item as we close out the show. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. And if you've recently changed jobs or considering retirement, probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals. Maybe time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big deal. When it comes to investing for retirement, most people can't afford to make mistakes. And you shouldn't do it alone. For over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients just like you create personalized retirement retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming Social Security, and implementing an investment portfolio that's designed around your needs. That's just the start. As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel financial advisor at Stiefel.com. S-T-I-F-E-L. Stiefel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.